on another subject, the uh, Congressional Reform Act. Interestingly enough, the email that I got called it the Trump, Trump's Rules Congressional Reform Act of 2018, as though uh, President Trump is the first one to suggest this. And uh, you do a little research, or my guest uh, did as well, a little research and discover that these rules, and there are, I don't know, five, seven of them, uh, have been around since 2010-ish, and it's partly why you've not heard any congressperson talk about them at all. Some of them are fake, and the other ones are, I'm not voting that in place for me. Dr. Joe Heim, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Wow. Got to have a little humor these days, right? Yeah, yikes, no kidding. We need a little humor. Uh, <laughs> but I love some of the ideas, and I'm guessing that every single listener, unless they're a politician, would vote in favor of many of these uh, reform uh, rules. Yeah, I think there, it, it reflects a certain kind of, well, first of all, it reflects the fact that the Internet, uh, you can put anything on the Internet and it keeps, you know, it's got a shelf life forever. But it really reflects on people's attitudes about Congress and what they think about Congress and uh, uh, the fact that Congress is relatively safe. And they're immune from this kind of stuff. Apparently, this act has reappeared in 2010, 2011, 2017, 2018. It now has the name Trump attached to it, uh, but he has never proposed this bill, frankly, and this bill apparently has never been introduced in Congress. One other thing, uh, whenever they use the word act, uh, our listeners should know this, uh, Congressional Reform Act of, say, 2018, which is a title for this one, implies it's been passed, the word act, when you say it's an act, but uh, actually it's a bill, it's a proposal. And it's never actually been entered into Congress. So uh, the, the, the part that I thought caught my attention at the end, if each person sends this to a minimum of 20 people, oh, yeah. in a matter of three days, almost everybody in America will have received it. Well, right. it's not going to happen. No, no. And, and um, sadly, when I got it from you, I thought, boy, I sure hope I'm not breaking this uh, chain letter because I'm not sending it to anybody. <laughs> I don't participate in those uh, any. Uh, there are some, however, that I don't necessarily agree with. Number one is no tenure, no pension. A congressperson collects a salary while in office, receives no pay when they're out of office. Lots of businesses uh, offer retirement plans. Should a politician have a retirement plan of some sort offered by their employer, us? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, most people that work for a, any kind of corporation or government, uh, they, you have to be uh, invested in the plan. And I say after five years, Congress does have a pension plan. Uh, one widely thing that's been that passed is that uh, as soon as they leave office, they get their full pay as a pension. That's simply not true. Uh, they do. They do, in fact, have a pension, but it's not quite as generous as people would want to think. Right. But it, it, it really reflects on the fact that that Congress is held in relatively low esteem. The last time I saw a poll on trust and confidence in Congress, uh, I think it was in the single teens. So it, it kind of reflects on our attitude about it. Sure. So you and I talked earlier, we, we hate our Congress, but we love our congressmen. In other words, the statistics say that congressmen and congresswomen get reelected 90, 95% of the time. <clears throat> they got So they have the tools for reelection, frankly. Uh, the one thing that shows up pretty regularly in here is term limits. And I'll be honest, Mike, there was a time I opposed it because the longer you're there, the more you know, the smarter you are. Uh, if you're a new rookie, uh, you know, your staff basically controls things, the bureaucracy controls things. 
But uh, I've kind of come around to thinking that term limits are not a real bad idea and get a little fresh blood into government a little bit more than, uh, than what has been in the past. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have you on uh, my team, on my side of that argument, because, wow, those uh, when you hear about the, the longest-standing uh, tenure of this politician from Georgia, 93 years old, he's been in office since before World War One. It's, uh, you know, he, he fought in the, the you know... <sighs> It's uh, that's too long. Come on. You don't even remember your name. I know you're not doing your people any good whatsoever. It's way, way too long. So term limits would be great. Name ID is, uh, is an important factor. And, and these people, obviously, the congressmen are able to raise huge amounts of money. In Wisconsin, our congressmen typically have one to two million dollars in the bank. Uh, for, and, and so their war chest scares people off, basically. Sure. Well, they come into office, uh, not all millionaires. But very few of them leave office not a millionaire. Yeah, that's, uh, that's one thing that uh, I think you and I certainly agree on. It's amazing how they go to Congress, and they're, they, they're very frugal. They save their money, and they leave Congress with, as a millionaire. majority yeah. of people that leave Congress seem to have a heck of a lot of money in the bank. So they, uh, they seem to know how to play the system to, uh, to their financial advantage. I'm a big fan of Congress not, uh, no longer allowing uh, uh, to... Uh, vote themselves pay increases automatic pay increase like most other you know the uh with a three percent or a, a percentage of the cpi something not just an automatic i need more i can't live i can't support two houses one where i live and one in washington i need more money my hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year is not enough yeah yeah, the, uh, the, there was a time when pay increases were semi-automatic. Nowadays, the Congress has to pass a pay increase of some kind. So, in other words, uh, they, it's not automatic at all, and they have to do it. And they rarely want to do it, by the way. Uh, you know, if going back home and, and uh, trying to sell why they increase their pay when everybody else is maybe is not doing particularly well. So they, they avoid that, basically. Yeah. And, by the way, they rarely exempt themselves from laws. By the way, they, uh, one other thing I'll throw in here: they do they, they do they do pay into Social Security. This is something they I do. Didn't know. Okay, they do pay into Social Security, and they've been paying in since 1984. So that's uh, you know one more thing in here, which is not simply true. All right, yeah. Speaking of one, we got time for one more. Uh, Congress's current health care system terminated, so that uh, Congress uh, participates in the same health care system that they vote in place for us. Yeah, that's uh, that is one I'm not sure about, Mike. I would uh, I would want to find out a, uh, from Congress exactly because I know there's some differences in terms of their health care systems. They may be part of the the federal like Medicare uh, health care system, but they also have additional health care. That one, I guess I, I'm going to duck that one. All right. Well, I and I I understand that uh, some of them are are uh, pretty crazy. They worked 111 days. The year that, is, I think, is pretty true, Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah no Congress kidding. does not overwork. You know, when I was in college years ago, they used to talk about the Tuesday through Thursday club. I said, well, what's that? Well, Congress is in session Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, Fridays. They go home, come back again on Monday, Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning, uh, and they do not work. They do not overwork. Congress uh, this year uh, has the lowest productivity in probably in decades. But they need a raise because they can't afford their second home. They're not even in it very long. Dr. Joe Heim, thanks for talking with us. Uh, We'll definitely do it again, but not right now.